0: Hello, everyone. This is Stuart Crawford, and welcome back to another edition of the MSP Show here on Blog Talk Radio, Apple iTunes, and on your favorite at-home listing device. Uh, today, we are joined by two great individuals. We're going to talk about IT in the dental industry. Uh, I've, you know, I've seen a big uptick in uh, in this field in the last six to eight months, and we're going to talk about why. Ah, uh, joining me today is uh, no other than uh, Daniel Deseno, who you know everybody. If you're from, if you're a, a rabid fan of the MFP show, you've heard Dan on before, and Michelle Hambidge of the Dental Integrators Association. Uh, and uh, so, welcome, Michelle, and welcome, Dan. Uh, good morning to you both of you.
1: Good morning. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it.
0: Good morning. So, Michelle. Tell us a little about the DIA, the Dental Integrators Association, Uh, that's an organization just kind of came on my radar uh, since I started uh, hanging out with Dan, Um, you know, so tell me a little about the organization for those managed service providers that may not be, you know, familiar with you guys.
1: I would love to. First, I have to say, thank Dan, obviously, for bringing, uh, bringing the DIA to light over with you guys. Um, we always love to have our, our members like Dan. He is a, an avid member. He is in, involved and, um, and, and fully integrated into what we're doing, and, and we love having members like that. So, first, thanks, Dan. Um, two, for those of you who don't know, uh, the Dental Integrators Association is a nationwide nonprofit association um, comprised of a network of leading independent dental technology integration firms. That have a focus in the dental field. Um, we have been uh, have had a full association now. We're starting our eleventh year, um, so we're not uh, not new by any means. However, as you said, not many people know about us. Unfortunately, the di the Dia is in a small uh, sector. You know, obviously, just dental integrators is is not a big group in the uh, in the world. But we are small, but we are definitely mighty. Um, our focus um, is is of a community environment. It's really, a, it's a trusting environment in which to share and learn with our peers in this specific industry. Um, it's just not really out there. So um, we, our members have found as they, as we've kind of gotten together, that um, that it really is kind of a difficult thing if you, if one, if you don't know what you're doing, obviously we need to help get you there. Um, but two, even if you don't do know what you're doing, like Dan, Dan has a great handle on what he's doing. Um, but you know what, he has a different view than one of our other members. And so it's always great to get that different view and those different, uh, those different ideas of what's going on in the world and and in your specific industry.
0: And I, and I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, organizations like yours that really help bring to light, uh, the opportunity for, and we'll say integrators in this world, but really for our market, the um, the managed MFPs. service provider, yeah, mm-hmm. the managed service, the managed service provider world, who are who are making that um, strategic hedge on you know specializing in in a vertical. Now, I've looked at some of your standards, and of course, you just not 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 everybody can become a a member of the DIA. They have to have a certain uh, percentage of their business correct to become a member of the DIA that, that focus on denti- dentistry.
1: Yes, that is correct. Absolutely.
0: So, so why is that? Why 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 do you why do you have such uh, standards like that? Is it just really just to keep it focused?
1: It it is to keep it focused. You know, we um, we have a, a lot of our members obviously do have other aspects of their business, other verticals. Um, but because there are so many different um, nuances within the dental sector, um, we really want people to be able to focus on that. Um, and I'm sure Dan could speak to that. I I'm not. An MSP. I am not on the dental, on the technology side of it, um, but definitely it is something that we want to make sure that we focus on. Um, a lot of our communications are, you know, based on what hardware and software that the dentists are using and the and the practices are using. Um, so we want to make sure that we have that specific knowledge available for them. Uh,
0: and that, and that's fantastic. So Dan. Uh... Bringing you, tell us a little bit about Nova for those people that may may not be aware uh, of you. Because you're, you know, you're obviously you've been on my program a few times. You've been on MSP Voice telling your story, but there may be one or two MSPs out there that don't know who Daniel Desteno is.
2: Well, thank you, and uh, thank you for uh, having me on today. Uh, Nova Computer Solutions. We are a dental specific technology provider. Uh, we've been in business. March will be 19 years. Strictly. Uh, in the dental vertical, over 90% of our clients are in one way, shape, or form uh, in the, the oral healthcare vertical. And so uh, you know, just to kind of piggyback a little bit on what Michelle was saying, it's certainly having an organization of, I don't want to say like-minded people, but people are, that are in the same environment as you uh, has been, been really, really helpful uh, from an MSP standpoint. I could talk to another MSP owner about ConnectWise or the challenges we're having with XYZ software. But being able to sit down with someone that has the experience in a oral surgery practice and the integration of an EKG monitor into a specific uh, practice management software and the challenges that they've had and how they overcame it, it's really kind of getting very macro down and you have the ability to have the mind share with people that are running this through the same challenges that you have, or that you're going to be depending on your operational maturity of your business.
0: Yeah. So understanding, you know, your involvement with the DIA and, and, and let's say, let's take it nation as a, as another example, right? So you, you can leverage a. uh, an event like IT Nation to learn about Connectwise and the importance of backup and recovery and security, uh, and that those are all core important staples, regardless of whatever practice you are. But the DIA, then, if I hear you correctly, allows you to get into you know what really matters in the oral healthcare world and how can technology best serve you know dentists, dental uh, professionals, orthodontists, whoever you know is in the oral healthcare space. Is that what I'm understanding?
2: Exactly. Uh, because you have the ability to, to have a mind share with folks that are in that same, that in the same position that you're in, whether uh, you're dealing with a, a, let's say, a HIPAA compliance issue. And who would you use? Uh, we have an office that uh, needs to get uh, become more compliant in this specific area. Who do you use to help facilitate that for your clients? And again, just having the ability, whether it's at our... Our, or any of our uh, semi-annual meetings uh, that we have uh, or being able to, we have, a, we have a, a blog that I could post out a question and we're having XYZ problem with this type of software on this operating system and the response that you get back from the other, the other members is great because they say, oh yeah, we've had that. This is what we resolved or how we resolved it. So ultimately, as a community, we're, per, we're helping the oral healthcare vertical, uh, you know, be a more compliant, uh, more secure, uh, better operationally running uh, space because all of these companies around the country are so willing to share information and sure. to, to be a peer group.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and the the value that, that we've gotten out of, you know, being a member of DIA and that information and our team being able to talk with other uh, MSP, you know, similar uh, team members, and talk about uh, how they overcome obstacles or create new efficiencies. Ha, you know, it pays for itself over and over and over again throughout the year.
0: Perfect. And Michelle, for, um, you know, is, there's got to be some benefit to the dental industry as well in general. Of you of your organization bring together all these integrators. Uh, do you find that dentists and oral oral surgeons and those in the oral healthcare space are coming to your organization saying, "Hey, I need somebody who can do this"?
1: Absolutely. And, and one of the things that they that they have found when they do that is that. Um, well, backing up a little bit as to what Dan said, you know, one of the 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 largest and most important facets of the DIA is the communication we have among our members you know like you was saying and you know it's comforting to know that you're not alone in whatever it is that you're you're in the middle of you know someone else has either gone through it or in the currently going through it and they're able to say you know this is what i did or even better this is what i did and it didn't work and this is what i should have done so it it shortens the learning curve exponentially. Um, how, so that that's one of the aspects that that's great for the dental the dental experts on that. The, I'm sorry the practices on that. You know, but the other thing is is that it um, it allows our members to you know be on top of those best practices for those clients that they have. Um, so the dentists are coming to coming to us and saying, hey, you know. I know that you guys are on top of that. I know that you guys are handling that. So on our website, as a member, we have a location um, aspect of it. So they can go in, they can drill down to the state that they're in, and they can get a listing of all of our DIA members on that um, in that particular state that do business. It has, you know, what what they do. It has who they can contact. It has, you know, how to get in touch with them. Um, and that's exactly what we we where we kind of drive them to, you know, hey, if you need a, a an IT, an MSP in the dental field in this state, this is where you can go and you can get a list of them.
0: Now, uh, is membership to the DIA restricted just to MSPs in the U.S. or is it a global uh, opportunity?
1: Currently, right now, we're just in the U.S.,
0: because I have a great client in Toronto who does a lot of dental work too. He'd love to. He would love something like this. Well, uh, and you know
1: what? I'm not saying that. You know, it, that's definitely not off the table. Um, obviously, we don't uh, go to the go to go to. Or we do have two meetings a year, is what, what Dan was saying. We have an annual and we have a mid year. Obviously, at the moment, I don't think that we're going to be going to Canada for either one of those. But we would be happy to have another. You know, another view, another uh, another idea. You know, I'm not quite sure what the. I and mean, you probably have more knowledge on that than I do. You know, is it similar? Is it you know is it the same do they have the same issues Do they have the same standards do they have the same hardware and software and if that's the case we're always willing to, to have another voice on the table
0: i i believe that you know 95 percent of it would probably be uh be equivalent obviously some compliance and stuff like that would be different because of the different countries but mm-hmm. i would say it would be the same but different you know different name right. probably right but same uh, standards and requirements um you know um talk to me Michelle about maybe some of the the additional benefits of membership because I'm looking at your website right now on the benefits page there's a lot it looks like there's a lot of really great benefits to membership in the in
1: the the DIA we do we absolutely do um you know we have benefits both for the, the practices and for the integrators you know one of the the largest thing obviously we have is we have our annual, we have an annual conference that we have in April this year coming up. It's going to be in Las Vegas. Um, and then we do a mid-year at the first couple of weeks of October. Um, and that's, that's changes as well. And each one of our meetings, we go to different locations. So it's never in the same place. Um, we usually try and go east coast to west coast, so that we do have our smaller companies that may not be able to make it if they're living out in California. They not may not be able to make it to Florida every year. That's that's quite a haul for them. So every year we try and do it in a different location, um, so that it makes it easier for all of our members to get there. Um, and um, you know, doing that, doing that process, we we continue the conversations that they're having amongst us, each other. But we bring in these business advisors, these keynote speakers to help. Continue the learning um, and continue that process. You know, we want our members to to be better for their businesses. Um, and those topics range from everything: it's, it's HIPAA, it's sales, it's legal, it's HR, it's marketing, it's operations, and of course, it's technology. Um, so you know, we have those those availabilities. Um, then we also have our midyear meeting, um, which is a much smaller meeting, um, and it really is great. Um, Dan, I I don't know how how you feel about it, but the people that I actually spoke to after the meeting said that our mid-year, which was our, our first one we had this past October, was one of the best things that they'd done. It was a much smaller meeting. Um, it didn't have all of the, the fluff that goes with you know, most big, large conferences. We were there. We were in there to listen. We were in there to learn. We were in there to, to answer questions and ask questions and get a plan so that when they left that meeting, they had an idea and they had a plan and they had things that they could put in place walking away from that. Um, And that's really huge. I mean, a lot of times, you know, people go to these big conferences. We just went to IT Nation, which was amazing, obviously. Um, And and you have all these great things that you want to put in place. But because it's so large like that, it's hard to figure out how that's going to fit in your MSP, in your package, in your offerings. How is that going to work? And with a meeting that we have, um, it's great because we can ask those specific questions. um, And we can really dig down into what works for for our MSP members and what doesn't. so that that's one of the biggest things we have. Um, we also um, obviously have our logo um, that we our members are able to display on their websites, on their emails, on their promotion materials. Um, you know, it really helps to kind of say, hey, you know, we are a part of this great community, um, and we're able to because of that, we're able to provide you know more solid uh, so, more solid services for you for our our. Clients, um, we have message boards on group sites where, during the year, you know, when they not may not be able to attend the the conferences or the meetings, it's a constant uh, a flow of information back and forth. Still, um, it, it could be technical, it could be business. Um, the great thing about the DIA is it's not a person that is the member; it is the company that's the member. Um, so in Dan's case, you know, it's it's Nova Computers is the is the member so if he has sales guys or technology tech guys that has a question about something specific he can get on that that forum and ask a question and get answers from that which is which is really great and again helping that shorten that learning curve Um, you know we have white papers that are available we have um, opportunities for our members to publish articles um throughout the country in different places Um, so we have we have so much information and resources available um that we just want to be able to give to them. We want to be able to make our DIA members um better at what they're doing um, so they can take that out into the world and to their clients as well.
0: So Michelle, you you know, you, this is the first time you and I have spoken. We've emailed lots of times back and forth. But yes. um, you know, one of the big thing uh things that I am, you know, one hundred percent behind is managed service providers specializing and I would prefer in a single vertical versus trying to be broad. And mm-hmm. so Can you speak on the members of the DIA who have like a, like a good vertical focus, like Dan of like maybe 90% of their practice is uh, in dentistry. Can you, can you speak of the opportunities in the marketplace and why, uh, it in the dental field is a, is a potentially a great opportunity
1: absolutely um well and and the majority of our members are like dan the majority of our members have um, the majority of their work coming from the dental field the dental sector of it um it, it, it's just it's great because like dan was saying it, it's it's difficult, you can always go out and get information on MSBs, you can get information on how to build your business, you can get information on how to market your business, but you can't get information on the hardware and the software that's specific to the dental practice um, that it's just not available. I mean, you can go to the manufacturers. But that's not always going to be the best answer, unfortunately. Um, so in this kind of situation, um, it's it's great because it can increase your MSP knowledge. It can incre- increase the MSP business and it can cr- increase the, the MSP's um, availability to be there for their clients. And, and it positions our MSPs as those leaders in the industry um, because we have all of these resources available to us. Um, it's as you know you know you, you need to be able to do that you need to be able to position yourself as a leader and as the expert um and our members are able to do that because of not only what we provide but what they learn from each other i mean the dia is only as good as the members that are in it and and i think that's it's that way for anybody or anything or any association um you're only as good as is what is what you're made of and our members are awesome so I would love to say that oh yeah the dia we do this for you we do this for you we do this for you but in all honesty it's what our members do for each other and for themselves um so they're able to to glean that knowledge and become those experts for their clients for those for those dental practices that say okay i got a question i don't understand why is my software doing this or why is my hardware not doing this and they get those chances to take that to their msp so it's not just hey my my it isn't working or hey my wi-fi is not working or hey, you know, it's, it's this thing. They go to our, our MSP members because they are those experts in the
0: field. Yeah, and, you know, in my, and back in my day, Michelle, I, I, was, I was just like Dan, but I was doing energy and oil and gas. And I can, I can echo that, uh, you know, what you just said big time, because, you know, once you become a specialist in, uh, in a certain field, then more op- I think more op- for me, more opportunities present themselves. Dan, I know you wanted to chime in there. So uh, what, what could you add to what Michelle just uh, told us?
2: Yes, uh, some of the listeners might be thinking, oh, you have this dental organization and it's all across the country and you have all these, these companies. What happens if you have uh, some, you know, some active competitors and they're part of the organization What's that, what's that scenario like? And one of the biggest things that I've, I've uh, learned and experienced as being a member of DIA, we have some of, the, you know, some of the competitors are other DIA members, but we come together and we sit down and we can have conversations and talk and still have that, that mind share without the competitive nature of anything. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's
0: co competition versus competition, right?
2: Absolutely. It, I, if uh, if I wanted to you know, speak with so and so, and he's in our backyard, uh, he's he's approachable. I'm approachable. We could still you still have that mind share, and we've created a lot of good relationships locally with with other companies and across the country with other companies uh, because of that. Cooperation. I think you put that pretty darn well there. Um.
1: <laughs> I agree. I agree. One of the things, if I may, Dan, and, and you can speak to this if, if you'd like. I'm not sure, um, but I have had a couple of our other members who, like you say, they have they have members in their backyard. They have other um, competitors in their backyard, and they've gone to bid on the same job. Um, and I can speak to this one specific thing that. Um, one of our members said, you know what, this is what we can offer, this is what we can do. I know you're looking at, you know, company A and company C. Um, I can tell you that obviously we can do the best thing for you. We we want to be your your answer. However, if for some reason we are not, I would suggest going with company A. And they kind of look at you like, what are you thinking? It's like, well I, you know, Company A is a part of the DIA, which is a part of the you know the organization that I'm a part of, and I can tell you that being a member of the DIA, they're going to be the ones that make sure that you're you're taken care of. They're not going to fall down on the job. They're not going to walk away if there's a problem. They're going to be the ones to take care of you. And so it's it's amazing when you get to that point, um, not just for your potential client in front of you, um, but just within the membership itself to know that our other members feel that way. You know, if if you're going into a job and, and there's you know another DIA member there bidding on the same thing you know what obviously you want the job however you're able to look at that client and say you know what if it's not me make sure it's this person because I know that they're going to take care of you it's pretty Uh, amazing
2: uh, if you don't work with us you have these other two go with this company because I know that company I know the quality of work and they are a member and and they do good work so yes uh, I've done that uh, I've done that personally
0: so, Dan, you know, on this topic of, you know, specialization, uh, and I love, yeah, I think most to share would be the, uh, the, the great news the other day of uh, our working relationship, which was uh, great. Cause I know, you know, obviously things take time to percolate, um, you know, but, uh, you know, we're starting to see the we're starting to see the fruits of all of our, our hard work now. Um, you know, tell me, in your opinion, you know, what it means for you to specialize in, in, in this field of dentistry. Now, I mean, for the other MSPs listening, it could be accounting or legal. But tell me what it means to you to to specialize. You know, how does that help Nova become a better company?
2: You know, uh, when I think the, this statement is pretty powerful. We've been in business 19 years in the dental vertical. That's 19 years worth of experience, worth of focus, worth of of uh you know history and knowledge because not only are you working in that vertical but you get to know uh the people that the doctors are talking to so you get to know the patterson or the henry shine reps and uh you're able to uh, you have a doctor that says i'm thinking about xyz pan i want to implement that well you know what i could talk to this rep and that rep for you maybe you you should uh, talk to them get a couple of bids it gives you the ability to uh to be a, a resident expert in the field and to uh over time, you you meet all the people. you know we work with specific contractors because they do a good job, so whether it's a retrofit of a pre-existing office or a doctor's wanting to build their new Taj Mahal, you know, we could say, uh, much like uh, we were talking about earlier, you know don't go with this builder because that's not who you're looking for. Uh, we've worked on 25 jobs with this builder and their attention to detail and their focus is gonna be great. So it's, it's not just the experience in the technology or the, uh, the relationships that you build in that specific vertical. Uh, it's, it's a combination of all of that that really does make you a resident expert. We don't do websites, but uh, I, get, I get phone calls from my clients, hey, we wanna redo our website. Well, I would say call this company, this company, and this company. Or better yet, I'll reach out to them and have them, uh, have them reach out to you. I wouldn't necessarily know a bunch of different dental-specific website uh, creators unless I was working in this field and making the contacts that you do and building your network through LinkedIn. Uh, it really does – I think it almost makes your life easier because your focus is the oral healthcare vertical opposed to – Uh, legal and all the different legal softwares all the different medical software so the dental becoming that uh, that resident expert will i think make your life easier and it's certainly going to make your uh you know life uh uh, i don't want to say it's more profitable because you can focus and and again you're that expert
0: yeah excellent yeah good good uh you know good analogy there dan um and I, you know, and you know, you and I know that uh, I much rather I would choose. You know, one of my biggest challenges as a marketing company business owner is I can't find an MSP that understands marketing companies, right? You know, because we have you, again, every every industry has unique challenges that that are presented, and I'm sure you smile when you know, find out that your two competitors are generalists that you know may have no experience in working with. Uh, dental practice is the one that's you against two competitors. And, you know, in all, in all fairness, there may be one or two that decide to, uh, you know, not choose the expert uh, over, you know, over, over more of a generalist. It may be a little bit cheaper and all that, but that, that happens. But uh, I think it's fair to assume that it's probably not the wisest choice, right? Not at all. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. That and, <clears throat> excuse me, that and, uh, you know, I've got a brother, my cousin. My cousin knows technology. You know, when you get into those types of situations, yeah, my, my cousin's run some cables and has built a few computers. You're know, like, wow, you're building a, you, know, you're, you're, you have this practice that you rely on the computers to gen, help you generate revenue and treat your patients. And yeah, I've got a cousin that's, uh, that's done some of this. Being able to go in and say DIA, uh, 19 years of experience, uh, and be able to have any type of conversation, regardless of what it is, for the most part, uh, talking about oral care uh, sets you apart from the cousin that has run some cable and can put some computers in or the Danny the IT guy down the street.
0: Yeah, exactly. Michelle, um, as we kind of wrap up our time this morning, any uh, anything you want to share or what, about the DIA? How does how does one uh, join? How does it become members? Is there, a mem- is there an annual fee for membership? How does the the membership of the association work?
1: Yep, absolutely. Um, Well, anybody can go to the website. It's uh, dentalintegrators.org. They can find information on there. They can find out about our standards. They can find out about our benefits uh, for the MSP as well as for their uh, their dental practices. Um, They can take a look at our locator that's on there. Um, And they can find out information about our upcoming conference. Like I said, the one in April is coming up in Las Vegas. Um, And of course, there's resources on there. Um, They can go, there's a button there, they can say join the DIA. There's an application that they submit. um, And uh, from there, you know, we also uh, ask for some other uh, documentation they can take a look at there. They can submit it to me. Uh, I'll put the package together and uh, send it over to our board of directors. they will take a look at it and they will, uh, they'll, if they have questions, we'll reach out to them and things like that. Um, there is an annual conference, which is, uh, a, sorry, excuse me, annual dues, which is $14.99 a year. Um, we can do it annually or you can also do it monthly. Um, and that includes access to, the annual, to both the annual conference and the mid-year. Um, the annual conference, it, it includes access for one. Um, if you want to bring an additional person, which most of our, uh, most of our members do, um, it's $5.95 for the additional person. Um, and then it also includes access to the, um, the mid year meeting in, in October. It includes access to our group site um, and any of that information as well. So all of that is there. Um, they can also get a hold of me specifically if they'd like to, um, Michelle at dentalintegrators.org. Um, and if they have questions, if they have ideas, in fact, um, we just, uh, had someone reach out, um, to, to myself, had some questions, went on the website and said, you know what, I'd really like to talk to one of your members. You know, is it possible that I can do that? Um, they'd heard Dan and I said, absolutely. Our members I happily talk to them. So I can give you as much information as I can. Um, uh, but if you want to talk to one of our members, you can either go on the locator and figure out who you want to talk to. I will happily make that introduction. Dan was fantastic as always, you know, reach right back out to the, uh, to the to the prospective member and uh, they have a, a, a time to to set up and sit down and talk about the dia and how it works for them and what works for them and and see if we can get them on board so um there's lots of different ways take a look and uh, let me know if i can help in any way
0: fantastic I, and i encourage uh you know everybody listening if you do have an interest in working in the dental field and 25 percent of your business or more is uh in the dental industry then reach out to michelle and the the group of the dia for sure. Dan, I'm going to give you the last word, uh, uh, today on, you know, your membership in the DA, what, what value has it brought you? I think you may have mentioned that earlier, but just kind of reinforce that.
2: Yeah. No, uh, I'm, uh, Michelle, I'm glad you brought up that the, that the annual meetings are included in your dues, which, uh, is, is really a huge, uh, savings that you, you have there, especially for two meetings and they're several days apiece. Uh, the the biggest thing that, that uh, Nova has gained from being a DIA member is, without a doubt, the ability to have a set of peers that have the same, if not similar, experiences. And Michelle hit it on the head earlier. They're able to say, yeah, I've experienced that, and this is what I did that didn't work. How many times do you wish you would have known that prior to attempting something that fails? You. Wasted all that time energy and, and possibly money. So having that knowledge first or and, and having the ability to to reach out to the other members ask questions I had a spoke to a member uh, About three weeks ago. He had some questions about some marketing that we were doing he emailed me and we spoke on a Sunday. It was just having the people to be able to bounce ideas off of uh, I know we all don't know everything but uh, for the most part, everybody's experienced a, a different situation, and having the ability to talk to them about that has been by far the uh, the best from from our membership from the DIA.
0: Yeah, fantastic, Dan, and uh, and I'm looking forward to. Uh, uh meeting everyone in april i think we're working on uh, getting a i think with we'll, michelle a platinum sponsorship with you guys for the uh, april event
1: absolutely we're we're thrilled to have you involved yes a platinum sponsorship we do have uh if there's anybody out there listening for that we have three levels of, of partnership when it comes to our our conference um platinum gold and silver um we're happy to have you as a as our as our new platinum partner we're thrilled
0: and then you get to hear Dan and I talk about how great of uh, work that Dan's doing in the dental industry. again uh, during one of the, one of the sessions there, uh, Michelle, Dan, thank you very much for doing this. Uh, without great people like you, this MSP show, uh, can't, uh, can't happen. So, uh, uh, thank you again for uh, taking half an hour of your day to come and join me today. Uh, and folks, uh, we, you know, I think this might be our last one for the year. So I'll say happy holidays, Merry Christmas, uh, whatever holiday you, you're celebrating this time of year, uh, all the best during the holiday season, Dan. Uh, I know I'll talk to you before Christmas, uh, Michelle. Again, I'm looking forward to uh, making great, uh, great things with your organization in 2019, and very all the best of the holiday season to you guys and your family as well in the in the Daytona Beach area.
1: Ah, thank you very much. We appreciate you having us on, and we're looking forward to seeing you in April. Thank you.
0: Thanks, everyone, <laughs> and, uh, and make sure you subscribe uh, to the MSP Show on either on Blog Talk Radio or Apple iTunes or uh, wherever you like to listen to it on your. At-home lifting device or whatever tool you use. Thanks again, everyone, and have uh, have a great day. And we'll watch out for more future shows. Thanks, Evan.